Welcome to the Life in the Fasting Lane podcast with your host, Eve Mayer. Join Eve and her guests each week as they discuss how to live a healthier, longer, and more fulfilling life through fasting, keto, and low-carb feasting. Hello, everyone. This is Eve Mayer, and I am helped out by the fabulous Levi Sauerbrei today. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to the Life in the Fasting Lane podcast. We are so super excited about our guest today, Hannah Mbita. I said it right, right? I think you did. Okay, Hannah and Bita <laughs> are founders of the Low Carb Universe. I found out about them from Megan Ramos and Dr. Jason Fung, who I am totally crazy about, and they told me how fabulous these ladies were and all about their events. Their mission is to bring low carb to all of Europe. Um, I, and I'm really interested to see how the differences are between the U.S. and Europe in low-carb. They host conferences and events all over Europe. They have a podcast. They have a website and social media channels full of information that help people live a low-carb lifestyle, which is something that we finally adopted last year for the most part. I won't say that we're perfect, but like for the most part. <laughs> good, good days yes. and not quite as good days. Yes. yes. So Levi and, our, Levi and I are going to be joining them this November in Mallorca, Spain. I learned how to say that appropriately. It's yeah. very exotic, very beautiful we hear. <laughs> and I get to speak at this event. It is their largest event for Low Carb Universe. And that's in November in Spain. And we're actually gonna put some links so people can find more information. Yep. Levi will also be there flexing his muscles, carrying my bag. So we're really <laughs> looking forward to that. Um, I guess I should just put it out there now that Levi has promised me that since he will stop working in June, he's going to get ripped by the time we go to Mallorca and just have Whoa. like a... <laughs> There's going to be a lot of crop top action around the country. <laughs> we can't wait. Oh. So I don't know about the crop top thing, but I'm just going to put it out there now for anyone listening to this podcast, Life in the Fasting Lane, and going to Low Carb Universe in November. If you meet Levi Sauerbrei, you have my permission as his wife to ask to see his abs at any time. So this is just a bonus if this, you're going to be at this, 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 well this program. I, I really like how this is going. So anyway, let me introduce, let me introduce my fabulous guests, Hana and Bita, and they are here today from Low Carb Universe. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us. Thank, Thank you, you for, for having us. us. <laughs> you got it. I got so many questions because, I, I mean, I we delved into this world last year. That's not even right now, has it? Yeah, I guess in 2018 is yeah. when we began. And I um, had been obese my whole life. I've had three bariatric surgeries. I have been to every diet, every therapist, have been hypnotized, have, you know, tried to solve this issue. And I'm a huge fanatic now about Dr. Fung and Megan Ramos around fasting. But this journey began for us last year when I started eating low carb. Yes. And what happened is after I ate low carb for about five weeks, I looked at Levi and I said, I'm only hungry five times a day. Is this normal? <laughs> yeah. And he said, yes, crazy person. This is normal. And I said, I don't understand. I'm, my entire life of 40 something years, I've been hungry every moment of every day. And I, I just, it was a, a life changing moment for me. And I was like, I just don't understand. Um, and, and so I kind of think had this emotional breakthrough at that point where I thought this is why a lot of people who are thin 
look at people who struggle their whole life with weight and just think, just stop eating. Like just, just stop. And they can't understand this mental and physical cycle of every moment of your life being told eat, 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 and not knowing where that message is coming from. So honestly, before I even got into fasting, my first breakthrough was with low carb. And, and I really want to hear you guys. I want to know, I hear that you met in the Caribbean. Uh, I want to hear how that happened. Like, were, were you on one of those, like, let me get my groove back trips when you met in the Caribbean? Um, so start there. Tell us how you met and tell our listeners a bit more about yourself and low carb universe. Okay, if I should talk yeah, how, how we met. Uh, <laughs> I had um, um, decided to buy myself a ticket for the Caribbean, the cruise, the low carb cruise. And uh, there was this group on Facebook for all the passengers, all the attendees. And uh, I think I wrote something there. And suddenly one day I got this message from a lady I never heard about in uh, Switzerland saying, hi, I am also Swedish. Can we be friends? <laughs> and I said, I'm a, I'm a very nice person. So I said, of course, of course, little girl, I will be your friend. And, uh, and then we started out with the longest Facebook messenger chat ever. Thread, ever. I think we have a record actually yeah. in all of Mark Zuckerberg's history. Of yeah. 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 And uh, so we met. And yep. then uh, we we liked each other, and then we met again the year after. Yeah, we went again on the local yes. cruise the year yeah. after, and we were sitting there um, in one of these magnificent chairs that were on the ship, and we were thinking we were very jet lagged still, <laughs> coming from Europe to the Caribbean. It's a fair amount of, of time difference. And so we thought, we're like, why are we the ones who have to do the traveling? Why do we have to travel and, you know, to see all these experts in the low-carb world? Uh, and back then, of course, there weren't any big international events in uh, Europe for low-carb. No. So we're like, hey, let's do this. This is a great idea. We yeah. might have been both tired and... Is there the same low-carb cruise? <laughs> do they have alcohol in a low-carb cruise? Yes. Yes, you can have low-carb yeah. Okay, good. But no, no sweet drinks. No, just no. dry yeah. cola. Yeah. <laughs> dry cola. Great tequila and yeah, okay. No, no <laughs> not the strong ones. We only take the bubbly ones because they are. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so when yeah. was this? How long ago was this? This was 2016. 15 first time. The first time. Yeah. The 16 when we come up with this crazy idea. Yeah, of doing uh, an event. Too. Yeah, so we asked some guys on the cruise, yes. like Dr. Gerber, yeah. Dr. Westman, and Jimmy Moore. And we said, hey guys, if we do something like this in uh, Europe or Sweden, I think it's said, will you come? Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're here for you. Excellent. And then we came back to Europe and we started planning. And like five, six months after the cruise, yes. these guys got their official speaker invitation for the very first LCU. <laughs> so I think they were like, they were like, okay, yeah. <laughs> what did we say yes what, to? What, what, <laughs> what, <laughs> awesome. So, so you met on a low carb cruise, which I assume means you had been sort of eating low carb for a while, and you were just trying to like vacation in the same way. How did how did each of you come to? low carb as a 
as a method and, and what, what has it done for your, your health and your life so far? Well, for me personally, it's completely revolutionized my health. I'm a type one diabetic and have been since I was two years old. So quite, you know, just last year, <laughs> no, but it's been 34 years. And at this point, when I started, well, when I found out about low carb, I had been diabetic for 26 years and I followed the, the standard guidelines. So, you know, 60% of carbs with every meal, uh, right. six meals a day, uh, have lots of fruits and have, you know, low fat milk with, with uh, your meals because that gives you bonus points. And that, of course, as we know now, but didn't realize then, gave me, of course, terrible blood sugar values and roller coasters. And I was in and out of the hospital more times than I can imagine and remember and that I want to remember. And then when I finally started taking steps towards low carbs, it's like my whole life just swapped. It just changed and everything, well, more and more things started falling into place. Uh, at least health-wise, and I gained so much of my health back since going low-carb in 2011, so eight years ago now. And that's been a tremendous journey and the best thing that I've ever done for myself and my health and my diabetes. And you said diabetes type 1, right? Yes. It's so interesting because you hear so much about low-carb and fasting for diabetes type 2, and I only hear a few people really talk about it for diabetes type 1, but when they do, Right, the things that I have heard are amazing, and it, it makes me wonder why why more people with diabetes type one aren't exploring it. So I'm excited to to learn more and hear you speak, especially when we come live um, and learn about that because I'm I don't know a lot about it. I've just heard a little bit and been amazed because honestly, I didn't I didn't realize it would help diabetes type one until I heard that for the first time last year. Happy to chat so, about it anytime. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Bitta, how about you? How did you how did you throw away bread and? Uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I had terrible gastritis for like ten years or something, and I had those. Uh, I took medication for it, and 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 I found before low carb high fat, I found the glycemic index diet. And there it was a lot of vegetables, raw vegetables and protein and uh, fat like this. And uh, also you should eat uh, whole grain uh, bread and stuff. And I, I started with that diet and I lost quite a lot of weight. But I started to get more and more um, frequency, the higher frequency of the uh, gastritis attacks. Oh, wow. So, I, I finally, I just uh, quit that diet and started eating the regular crappy food and because I sort of gave up. But then one day I thought, like, I need to find a cure for my, my, my gastritis. So I googled a uh, nice diet for gastritis. And I ended up at, uh, I don't know if you ever heard about Dr. Annika Dardvist here in Sweden. She's like the queen of low-carb, high-fat. You need to, to get, up the, get your information about her because she's, the, about it. she's one of the pioneers in this diet. And uh, I read that, uh, that one should eat butter and uh, meat and uh, cream and everything. And I thought that lady is crazy. Yes. <laughs> so I, I'm like you, Eve. I've been doing it all. I've been doing the powders. I've been doing the Weight Watchers. I've been doing uh, pills and uh, soups and garbage. But it took, so it took me a year 
to dare going into this uh, diet because I was so afraid of the fat. Mm. So now in January, I actually had my 10th low carb, high fat birthday. That's yes. amazing. Nice. So I've been doing it for 10 years. I look at both of you ladies, and I don't know, it's really interesting to me. I guess I'm just, I'm very judgy, right? And so I look <laughs> at you, and you're both fabulously fit and petite. And I, like, it's so funny. Whenever I see a person who's fit, I can never imagine them having struggled with weight. And you're both tiny. So it's amazing. You look healthy. You're glowing. Um, and that's, that's really I'm incredible. Like <laughs> now. That's so great. Yeah, All right, thank so you. Thank you. the dietary guidelines in the U.S. are focused on low-fat and high-carb foods. Um, what are the food guidelines like in Europe? Is there a movement to change them? Because I, I really don't know. I don't know what the differences are. Same. I, the, the guidelines, the official guidelines are the same. Um, I think what I see a difference in the sort of keto and low-carb community, though, uh, is that it has had a lot longer here in Sweden, for example, because this is where it sort of all started way yes. back when. And uh, so it's had a longer time to sort of grow the roots for it. So there is a bigger movement. But uh, I see also that here they're focused a lot on real food keto, yes. whereas in the States there's a lot of sort of keto products. Yes. That I'm not. We, so we will commercialize anything. And like, we probably will. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's in your nature. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meat isn't good enough. It's got to be like our meat. You know what I was, <laughs> I, was, I was really worried when I went to Sweden. I was like, oh, am I going to be able to eat well and eat low carb? I had no problem at all. Like mm -hmm. the restaurants were very, like, no problem. Like it was no big deal. Even more, I found than a lot of times in the US. And uh, yeah. it, was, it was really easy. Yeah. No so, problem. Yeah, one of the other things that, that we're, you know, we, we do a little work with uh, Dr. Fung and Megan with the IDM program, and, and they're obviously big proponents of, of low-carb, high-fat as well. Um, but they get some resistance. I know I've seen several documentaries um, on Netflix about eating low-carb and how the medical professionals that do advocate it encounter a lot of resistance from their profession. Is is I know you mentioned in Sweden because it's been – it's had a little longer to incubate there. Um, it's a little more accepted, but do you find in the EU in general, in that region, that there's still that, that resistance to it from the medical yeah. community? Yeah, yes. definitely. I mean, uh, you mentioned Annika Dahlqvist before, and she was actually freed in her case in 2008 for using uh, LCHF for type 2 diabetes yeah. to help treat it. And since then, it's sort of you know become more open in Sweden, but that doesn't mean that it's actually... Um, a, a standardized form of treatment at all here. You still have to fight yeah. uh, as a patient. And, you, and that is true for all over Europe, although it is growing more and more the whole time. But as a patient myself, I definitely have zero support from my healthcare team um, to, for, for the way that I am eating. And I, 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 can, I can add there, because when I, when I started the low-carb, high-fat, my, my husband was so super afraid of the cholesterol thing. He thought okay. I was going to die, uh, and I promised him I would go every second year, I would go and have a health check. So nine months after I started, I took my first one, and I, was, uh, I had read a lot about cholesterol and stuff. So when the test results came back, and my, my doctor said, okay, your total cholesterol value is like crazy, 
And I told him that you should look at the, uh, what do you say in English? Apple. Yeah, yeah. Different quotes and stuff. Yeah. They, they different, don't look at the total sum, yes. Yeah. And, and, uh, and he said, oh, I can hear that you, you know a lot about this. Uh, things I didn't know. So please yeah. eat healthy once a week at least. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to educate them. Yeah, we have yeah. to. Educate I, I, that's yeah. one of the most fascinating things we've discovered as we've as we've done our research and tried to try to follow a course is that um, I think you know doctors are like every other profession. There's there's open-minded doctors. There's doctors who believe that there's only one way. Um, but the fact that it, the education process of physicians around nutrition and its effect on quality of life is, is so limited as they're coming up through their professional training there. I think of them as auto mechanics, right? They're yeah. not, they're not engineers, they're mechanics and they're trying to fix a very specific thing. Um, and they don't necessarily look at it holistically because they only see you when you've, you know, shot a nail through your hand or yeah. you know, <laughs> have an actual serious problem that needs to be dealt with right now. They don't have that holistic view that would include nutrition. They just know what they've been told by the government or by their exactly. professional organizations. Mm -hmm. So educating, it's wonderful that you have a doctor that could actually say, it seems like I might not know as much as you do on this topic. So let's, let's learn from each other and meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. yeah. I, my doctor and I, who I've been with for 20 years, we, we don't agree. And he is a rare exception. He is a person who I think he has tried to educate himself as much as possible on nutrition. He feels very passionate about people with weight issues and he has his methodology that he believes in. We, we, feel differently about which foods we'll eat, but he's always, I've always appreciated how he cares, number one, and B, he's been open to things that have worked for me. I don't think that fasting is right for everyone in the world. I don't think that low carb is, is the, the only solution for everyone in the world. I think it's definitely something to check out and look at and try yeah. if you haven't um, done the right things or, or gotten the where you want to be in other situations, but I don't pretend to have it built, figured out for everyone. I just know oh, that's no. for me. I wish I would have had this information. I wish yeah, I, yeah, I understood to yeah. try this before having three bariatric surgeries, before expecting that gnawing hunger to go away from changing my body from cutting on my body like i wish i would have known that i wish i had an opportunity to make that decision for myself um mm -hmm. and so i just i'm so thankful that you know i got there in my 40s you know finally so yeah. the dietary guidelines in the u.s are really focused like we were talking about on low fat the school lunches are a hot topic in the u.s right now um the school lunches are like really low calorie not really nutrient dense foods they're pretty carby pizzas hamburgers fries fruit maybe some salad if you get lucky but definitely chicken fingers mashed potatoes um what are school lunches like in europe and is there is it controversial is there a desire to change them are y'all in the same situation as us now in sweden we actually have free school lunch for all pupils and uh, i think it's about 100 years old now it, and it started as uh, because of um, they they had this school click which is yeah, mandatory school. Yes, yes. So, and, and people were poor and the kids had no breakfast before going to school. So it started out as breakfast. And, and now it's been lunch instead. And, and it's always, uh, what do you say, uh, 
of course it's been uh, uh, low fat and they are still afraid of it and they say we need to follow the recommendations but they don't actually have to because it's only recommendations but they are afraid yeah yeah they are too afraid of doing but there's a uh, there's a discussion and a debate about the quality of the food for the kids nowadays mm -hmm. so they are very aware of um, the, the, the quality of what, what they cook from, this isn't for every school, but some schools are really into this and they have started going from cooking at the, uh, the food at school to cooking in central kitchen and transporting out to the schools and they're going back now to, to cooking it in place and from, from scratch. So, and, and there's still a lot of crappy food, but it's nothing like uh, America with the pizza or, or hamburgers or, or sodas and things like that. But sure. they're a bit, yeah, so, so we, yeah. Yeah, and I, I've grown up in a few European countries and uh, mm -hmm. both with, you know, standardized school lunches yeah. and which you have to buy yourself and stuff like that. But I, I have never seen pizza on a menu, for example. And actually, a shameless plug, but we actually did a whole podcast episode yes. about school, school lunches. lunches. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. Give it information. <laughs> Where can people find that? Uh, it's uh, at our website. It is thelowcarbuniverse.com slash the show. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Yeah. So one thing we ask everybody that we that we interview, it sounds like you both had sort of a, a, a cautious um, tiptoeing up to the edge of low carb as you were trying lots of other things and then you, you found what worked. But if people are interested in starting on that journey, what what are maybe three tips you can give them to, that they can start this week or tomorrow to say, okay, I want to try low carb. How do I begin? Number one, learn a bit about it. Just learn a bit so you won't do any anything wrong and you will make it will become like a failure and you will say low carb is nothing isn't that isn't my thing so learn a bit about it yeah definitely and uh, another thing is of course find out what works for you yeah. because keto is not low carb and keto is not the same for everyone and you have to find out what works for you individually and not to follow someone else's maybe set up guidelines because that's what we've been doing for the past six years and look where that got us. <laughs> and, and I, I the third one is the very boring thing, have patience. Yeah. Be patient. Oh, I hate that one. You fall. Yeah, I really yeah we do. It's just horrible. <laughs> but I was the thing that scares me the most when people start low carb and the thing that I hear that I I don't want to say I want to correct them on, but I want to say, uh, please try something different is they'll say I'm doing low carb and low fat. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, like, please no. So for me, I'll just say the difference that that's been for me this time eating low carb and high healthy fats has been that combination. So if I eat less carbs and I eat more avocados and avocado oil and nuts and bacon, I feel full. And yeah. that was the change in me. And so when people do, I'm doing low carb and low fat because I want to lose weight faster. I just see imminent possibilities of frustration because I feel like yeah. they're going to be hungry Definitely. and people can only be hungry and not hurt their families for so long. Right. <laughs> so 
Um, <laughs> am I on the right track or is that what you guys have all, I know, you know, you're called low carb universe, but the key for me has been finding healthy fats that keep me satisfied. Um, yeah, is, no, is that something yeah. that you guys talk about? Of course, and I think that's definitely the most important in the beginning until your body is truly fat adapted, and then you can start uh, titrating and playing a bit with the with the mic uh, macros because then you can add a bit of protein if you're looking to maybe gain some muscle, or if you if you are already if your body has noticed that there is an endless amount of fat storage on you, which is called your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish my butt's tiny. It was everywhere else. <laughs> Then, you know, it is okay <laughs> to not eat maybe as much added fat. Exactly. And that's what, what I mean by, you know, finding the thing that works for you. Because for a lot of people, a lot of fat doesn't work either. They keep gaining weight or they get back to, you know, all these issues that they had before. And that might not be for everyone. So that's really important to, to find out and what works. I, yeah. yeah, and I got one, one more. Because you, I've been doing this for plus 10 years now. And the thing is that I'm not doing the same thing now as I did no. when I started. You have to, I've been going through uh, menopause now. So I've been changing things. Yeah. I, and I'm, I'm not, in periods I'm, I'm not uh, training, I'm more inactive. And so, and you have to change. Yeah, a low carb lifestyle is very, it ha you have to keep it dynamic, yes. I think. Because otherwise it is boring. And then yeah. it starts sort of more or less failing. And I think this is uh, what we see a lot with the people who say that, oh, low carb doesn't work. Yeah, well, you yeah. didn't change it according to your needs yeah. and according to the way your body was changing. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, and oh, I have a fourth one actually as well, <laughs> <laughs> which is just start. Yes. <laughs> just start low carb. Just do it. Like someone famous said once, but <laughs> I like it. All right. So, you guys have three events that you put on, three of the big events. You have Keto Ladies, Low Carb Universe, and a Diabetes event. Can you tell us about each event, when they are, where they are, what they focus on, for somebody who's like for the first time trying to figure out like which one should they check out? Okay. <laughs> Start with the first one we ever did because that was sort of, uh, we we just doing this. Uh, and we, we mix, we take interesting speakers from all over the world and we mix a lot of different uh, topics. And uh, we are doing this in Puerto de Soya in Mallorca, where we will meet you in November, in a beautiful hotel, with beautiful 100% low carb uh, food, with everything is just awesome, <laughs> by the sea. And Tell we, me uh, more about the food. <laughs> uh, the food yes, that, that's the thing, because all our events are 100% low carb. We even control the minibar, so you yeah. can't even sneak anything in there. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I like that. That's, that's like so that's nice. To to detail. About it. I love it. It's like that mind share I have to give to not eating that damn Snickers that's as a pain. Yeah. So I actually well, love that. That's one of our, our basic uh, principles, principles yeah. because if you go to a low-carb event, it's like a health event, then you should eat healthy food. Yeah. So it's yeah. a very good low-carb universe in uh, in November. It's a good kickoff. It if you're be. quite new, it could be a kick in the ass if you are <laughs> getting a bit bored. 
and uh, yeah, but, uh, and uh, if you want to get to know, you you will see the food you can eat and all the yeah. wonderful people. It's really yeah. an example of what a low carb lifestyle can look yeah. like. Yeah, in terms of both the food and the amazing knowledge that is out there, the latest research, and what we do at our events that is different, perhaps, to other events, just generally, not even from the low carb world, but we mix lectures with workshops so that people and guests and other speakers can really choose the questions and topics that they really want to get nitty gritty with yeah. so that you don't have to sit and listen to things that you might not even be interested in, but you're there, so hey, why not? Or get the conference coma. Yeah, conference coma. <laughs> we promise no conference no, coma. Hey, <laughs> I love it. And then also we uh, heavily incorporate moving your body because we yeah. find that so important to general health. So we have movement uh, workshops, like maybe some yoga or dancing on the beach, or you know you can take a walk or uh, go to the gym or swim in the pool or whatever you feel yeah. like. Just as long as you make sure to move your body daily because that's what it's made for. Yeah. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Well, yeah. I will be there. I'll be talking about uh, the emotional and lifestyle side of low carb eating and fasting, and I'm so excited. I can't wait. Yeah. And Levi will be my. Uh, Sidekick. Sherpa. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Sherpa. <laughs> <laughs> the Keto Ladies. Yes. Uh, yes. Tell me about your Keto Ladies event. It is uh, a low-carb event that is entirely focused on women's health because we find that that is usually pushed to the side. Yeah. And the few studies that there are on low-carb are, of course, focused on men's health and men's hormones and men's emotions and feelings and whatever else they, they look at and what they should eat but nothing is really focused on women, we find, or where, uh, way too little. So that's why we uh, collect some of the world's best experts on women's health and low carb. And we have learned some amazing things about our bodies yes. that we had no idea about. <laughs> Eve, uh, yes. remind me to tell you about Eve. Yeah, no, Eva. The, Eva. Yeah. Eva. Eva. I can do it here because yeah. we have to do it in, in a, yeah, I will show you Eva. In a private event. I can't wait yeah. to do this. All right, when, when and where is Keto Ladies? When and where is that? Oh, we haven't got the next one up yet. Next. Okay. So, we'll so, see. And then we'll you have another one. Diabetes, or di focus on diabetes, diabetes as well. Yeah. Diabetes is, of course, the world's first uh, low-carb event focusing entirely on diabetes because that is, of course, one of the key uh, places where low-carb makes the most sense. If you have a problem mm -hmm. with... Uh, compartmentalizing carbs and sugars, maybe you should not add them that much to your diet. <laughs> so yes. we're going to discuss all kinds of diabetes, all types. So one, two, one and a half, three, uh, gestational diabetes, all of these things we're going to discuss during uh, four days in actually right next to here no in problem. beautiful uh, uh, Stockholm, Sweden yes. from the 19th to the 23rd of June this year. And we have some amazing experts and uh, fantastic things planned for this event and we can't wait to show the world what uh, low carb can do for diabetes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, those were all the questions we had for you guys. Where, what are the best places for our listeners to go to find out more information about you ladies and about low carb universe and the events coming up? Now it's, it's our main page. We can say uh, the low carb universe.com. And from there you can reach all the others because for every, each and every event. And, and then we're on Facebook. And we're on Twitter, and we're on Instagram, and we have the same name everywhere. The Low yeah. Carb Universe. And YouTube, and yeah, yeah, YouTube. podcast. Yeah, yeah. And Wonderful. And if, as always, we'll include all this information in the show notes. And we're also going to include a, uh, I believe, a discount code for the upcoming Low Carb yes. Universe. So yes. there will be a link 
in the show notes for this if you're interested in attending in November in Majorca and see Eve on stage along with these wonderful ladies and many other experts. And yeah. Levi's apps. And so, yes. Yeah. 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 And the crop top. Yeah. I can't wait for the crop top. I'm so excited. All right. So we are from FastingLane.com. We're on Twitter at FastingLane and Instagram at FastingLane. So FastingLane.com is where you can check us out to your health and hotness, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to Life in the Fasting Lane. Thanks, ladies.